0: Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, April 12th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Donald Trump goes after some former allies. Anti-police riots return to the West Coast. New York, now the highest tax state in the nation. More colleges require COVID vaccines for students. Europe shuts down as cases surge. Also ahead, the three things that could bring the Biden administration down. But first, former President Trump targeting Senator Mitch McConnell at a speaking event over the weekend, labeling the Senate minority leader a dumb son of a bitch for failing to defend him during his second impeachment trial. Mr. Trump also telling donors he was deeply disappointed in Vice President Pence for refusing to stop the electoral count back in January. Hundreds of demonstrators closing downtown Portland, Oregon on Saturday, torching a building used by ICE to hold illegal immigrants. And now, north of Minneapolis, there are demonstrations sponsored by Black Lives Matter over the shooting of a apparently unarmed man who was driving a truck but refused to stop for police. Details are unfolding. We don't want to speculate on things like this, as that is not responsible journalism. New York, now the worst place in the USA for taxes. Governor Cuomo, who is weakened and leaders in Albany, passed a $212 billion budget, officially making the Big Apple the highest-taxed city in America, And the entire state is in that category as well. Between federal county and city rates, the wealthiest residents in NYC will pay nearly 53% of their income. Some universities demanding students get the COVID vax before heading back to campus this fall. Rutgers, Notre Dame, Brown, Cornell, Northeastern, just to name a few. They want a jab for in-person instruction in sports. Schools struggled, as we all know to control the COVID virus this year. Germany, France, Italy, the three largest economies in the European Union bringing back the COVID shutdown as new cases rise. Vaccination rates on the continent have stalled at 20% with infections jumping 125% in the last four weeks. By comparison, the UK, which is no longer in the EU, has inoculated nearly two thirds of adults. In a moment, President Biden has three big problems. We'll tell you about them next.
1: It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield A free quote by visiting CarShield online at CarShield.com slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to CarShield.com slash Carlson and save 20% today.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. A bad moon rising for President Biden. So it's getting serious. No more fooling around with this capitalism business. Nope. Old Joe has gone full-tilt socialist. Viva Fidel! Viva Venezuela! Che, we miss you. The president has proposed $5 trillion in new spending. The U.S. Treasury currently owes about $27 trillion. That means America has no disposable funds. So since Albania and Sri Lanka are not going to give us any money, Joe has to get the cash from U.S. citizens and businesses. There is no other way. Joe may know all of this, but then again, he may not. Depends on what day it is. But his people certainly understand the $5 trillion spending play, and they love it. All except Ocasio-Cortez. She wants at least $10 trillion in new government spending. She also wants to seize private property and pay for it. That's what socialism is. President Biden might get to the private property seizure, the wealth tax, as long as it doesn't include his nifty beach house in Delaware. But for now, the president just wants to spend lots of taxpayer dollars and tax the country blind. So here's a bit of what Joe Biden wants to spend our tax dollars on. $174 billion for electric vehicles. That's a global warming play. I like electric cars, but Tesla and other manufacturers should pay for the plug-in stations themselves, not me. $100 billion for school construction. That is what local property taxes are for. Is Joe going to federalize public schools now? $20 billion for bike lanes. Oh, bike lanes! Again, this is a local spending issue, not federal. $25 billion for transformative projects. A complete ruse. That could be anything. Can Joe Biden define transformative spending? In China, it's building concentration camps. $400 billion on home care for seniors and disabled Americans. Noble intent. Almost a half trillion on top of Medicare and Medicaid. Will Jill Biden get a piece of that? I'm sorry. The horrifying truth is Democrats want the federal government to run everything to provide cradle to grave entitlements, free childcare, elder care, healthcare, community college, food, housing, job and wage guarantees. Again, that's socialism. To fund that, President Biden is willing to cede his executive authority and allow progressives to dictate how much money American workers can keep. And as the giveaways rise, including checks for undocumented people, personal assets shrink. So, good day to you, Comrade Biden. It's incredible, but the President of the United States is a quasi-socialist. He is the most liberal chief executive in United States history. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I prove the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. According to Google, one of the most searched words on the Internet last month was vaccine. And for the first time since the pandemic hit, all adults in the USA will be eligible for the medication by the end of this week. Ironic because on this day, in 1955, Americans were on the hunt for a different type of vaccine. This one for polio. The search for a cure dated back centuries. Polio was first recorded by doctors in ancient Egypt. It occurs mostly in children and often results in paralysis. The disease reached epidemic proportions throughout the first half of the 20th century as more people migrated from the countryside to the cities. The perfect breeding ground for polio was densely packed public schools. The man behind the original vaccine was New York-born physician Jonas Salk. On April 26, 1954, field trials involving 2 million children began at the Franklin Sherman Elementary School in suburban Virginia. The doses were eventually tested on kids all across the USA, Canada, and Finland. Thankfully, it worked. 66 years ago today, the polio vaccine was announced on national radio and then ultimately delivered to millions of kids. The annual number of infections in the USA dropped from 60,000 in 1952 to just 100 in 1961. The last major polio outbreak took place in 1979 among a group of unvaccinated Amish people in rural Pennsylvania. There has not been a single recorded polio fatality since 1992 in America. Today, the virus is eliminated across North America and Western Europe, and here's something else you might not know. The disease spared no one, including prominent people. Polio afflicted include President Franklin Roosevelt, musician Neil Young, director Francis Ford Coppola, that's the godfather guy, and Senator Mitch McConnell. I did not know that. Today, Polio has been eradicated because of Dr. Salk's vaccine. Let's hope COVID follows suit. Back after this.
2: Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
0: Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.